Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Will the Bucks have enough players left to play tonight? How do the Eagles take advantage? Plus, how did the Phoenix Mercury tie things up? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Tom Brady is dealing with an injury. Rob Gronkowski also hurt. And by the end of the week, who knows, the host of Locked on Buccaneers might be starting at cornerback for Tampa Bay. Joining me now from Locked on Bucks, David Harrison. And David, all of that is to say that coming into Thursday night's game, the Bucs are still seven and a half point favorites. So are the injuries enough to give you concerns about this game? I think, yeah, I mean, they have to be, you know what I mean? And especially now with the recent loss of Levante David is in addition on the defense. I mean, every single week this season, Peter, the Buccaneers have lost a starter, a contributing starter. Uh, I mean, their, their top three cornerbacks have been hampered with injuries. They're out their top two. Their third is, is playing, but he's still dealing with an injury. And then you have Richard Sherman uh, coming off the streets to, to pinch hit uh, in the cornerback room. So, I mean, yeah, they have to, they have to concern you, but so far, you know, the Buccaneers have been able to answer the bell. They've been able to step up to the plate and and get the job done and, and you know, start off with just one loss so far this season. And if they can do that against Philadelphia, again, it kind of allows them to kind of take another breath and just wait for the players to start getting healthy. I think ultimately the the wins, despite the injuries, in a kind of a weird roundabout way, are really going to help build confidence in this unit. And if they can get healthy, especially down the, the final stretch or into the playoffs, I think you're going to see a defensive unit that really just has that much more confidence in each other because they've been able to do it without all these contributors. On the other side of the ball, this this Eagles front has been playing extremely well. Javon Hargrave is a man possessed right now, but the Bucks' offensive line is a strength. That said, the way to beat this offense is to pressure Tom Brady. He has been playing lights out this season. So what do you, what do you need to see the Bucks do to make sure that this pass rush does not get home? I mean, really, it's just it's key players stepping up and continuing to step up. Donovan Smith, the left tackle. I mean, uh, you know, two and a half, three years ago, everybody wanted to run him out of Tampa, Florida, and now he he might be one of the best players on the team, and he certainly stepped up his game uh, to all new levels. I wouldn't call him an All Pro left tackle quite yet, or even a Pro Bowler, but he's definitely on his way. And then Tristan Wirfs in his second season. Uh, is just it just seems to be getting better and better. The concern there for this week at least is going to be in the middle. Ryan Jensen's dealing with a hip injury. He's expected to play, but if he's hobbled, you know, in any way, shape, or form, that's going to be a problem. And then even worse, if he has to leave the game again, you're talking about a rookie or at least a backup uh, coming in there to snap the ball to the greatest quarterback of all time. And I mean, we've all seen it. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is if the, if the snap's not on time, if it's not accurate, if it's off center, especially with a guy that can't really move around the pocket the way. Uh, that some of these other guys can, that could be a big problem, especially, like you said, guys like Hargrave coming in there firing. Any any tick of a second that Tom Brady doesn't have to get that ball out of there could be disastrous. We are, we are in a way, still, though, uh, rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic because everyone expects the Buccaneers to win. They expect them to win handily. Paint me quickly here the roadmap for the Eagles springing the upset. What would What would be the way that they could do that? It's, it's Jalen Hurts has to be willing to use his athleticism and understand uh, that this can't be a game where he has to try to be that pocket passer and try to beat the team with his arm. Essentially, he's got to he's got to take what the defense gives him 
to the the fullest extent possible. I'm talking four levels. Usually we're talking short, intermediate, deep. I'm talking behind the line of scrimmage too. If the if the Buccaneers defense is going to give him space to run, he needs to take it. And then he needs to hit those intermediate passes. He needs to be accurate on the short passes, make the Buccaneers defense start to commit closer to the line of scrimmage, and then use that to find guys like Quez Watson deep, try to get some double moves. I mean, Richard Sherman's a veteran. He's a very intelligent player, but he does not have wheels. You, you made a joke about me playing cornerback for the Buccaneers. I might be able to take Richard Sherman in a 40 these days. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, how do the Eagles take advantage of a banged-up Buccaneers team? This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend 30% 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution to all your auto parts needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Derek Carr said the NFL should open everything up after leaked emails from his former head coach, John Gruden, led to the coach's resignation. The Raiders QB went on to say, if we started opening up everybody's private emails and texts, people would start sweating a little bit, hopefully not too many. But maybe that's what we should do for all coaches and GMs and owners from now on is open up. He said, you gotta open up everything, see what happens. Kyrie Irving spoke on Wednesday addressing the reasoning behind his decision to not comply with the New York vaccine mandate. All these people saying all these things about what's going on with me and it's just not true. Pay attention to what's going on out in the real world. You know, people are losing their jobs to these mandates. Uh, People are having to make choices with their own lives, which I respect, you know, and and I don't want to sit here and, and play on people's emotions either. Just use logic. You know, what would you do? You know, if, if you felt uncomfortable going into the season uh, when you were promised that you would have exemptions or that you didn't have to be forced to get the vaccine, you know, this wasn't an issue uh, before the season started. This this wasn't something that I foresaw coming where I prepared for it and, uh, you know, I had a, a chance to strategize on what was going to be best for me and my family. I came into the season uh, thinking that I was just going to be able to play ball, you know, be able to use my my talent uh, to continue to, uh, you know, inspire, influence people in the right way. You know, this, like putting this on me is just like, why are you putting it on me? You know, like this, this is not part of, uh, <laughs> you know, what's going on in conversations with scientists, physicians, doctors. I'm, I'm just a hooper, right? Like I'm, I'm just a person uh, who, who's being utilized as, as an example. For some odd reason, you know, people love to have my name in the mix of just some BS. Like, just hearing the way people speak so, con- you know, with so much conviction about what I should be doing with my life. And-, and I suppose I should amend that a little bit because he didn't really address the reasons why he was not going to comply with the New York vaccine mandate. He did add that he does not plan to retire and that he wants to be 
a representative of people to use his platform to speak out on these issues, things like people losing their job to the mandate. He did, of course, have the opportunity to do that in a press conference uh, that he declined to do so. And the reason that this is being put on him is it's his decision. So I don't I don't quite understand what he's saying there. Maybe you have a better understanding of it than I do. More teams around the NHL got their season started and the stars came out in DC. Holy cow, that is one way to start the new regular season. Hello everyone, I am Tyler Cool, the insider to the insiders and the host of Locked On Capitals, giving you the big points on tonight's win for the Washington Capitals over the New York Rangers. 5-1 winners tonight, big goals and some historic ones as well, including none other than the great eight. Alexander Ovechkin, we thought he wasn't going to play, but guess what? He was in the lineup, and he scores twice. Twice, kids. Now has 732 career goals, passing Marcel Dion for fifth all-time in NHL history, behind Gretzky, behind Howe, behind Yager, and behind Brett Hall. And let me tell you guys, he is not seemingly missing a beat. On pace for 164 goals this season, which would tie him for Gretzky's all-time record. That probably won't happen, but a guy who's on pace for 82 is Hendrix LaPierre, the new kid on the block, getting his first ever career goal. Shakuta, who? The Gatineau kid is sticking around. TJ Oshie on the assist on that one. A huge goal for the kid, his first goal. He's going to have a few more the way he played tonight, guys. Can't wait to see Connor McMichael coming up here, too, but... Man, I tell you, LaPierre had a great preseason, and he's going to continue that in the regular season. Can't wait to see what's in store for this team with all the offense still there. I'm whacking my mic. It's crazy as the Caps win game one of the regular season over the Rangers. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Are you ready for week six betting lines? The Arizona Cardinals stayed undefeated after a sloppy week five win against the 49ers. They are two and a half point underdogs at Cleveland in week six. The New York Giants lost basically their whole offense with seven of their starting 11 offensive players from week one injured. No surprise. They are 10 and a half point dogs to the L.A. Rams. And everyone wanted to write off Big Ben and the Steelers after a few bad weeks. Now, after beating the Broncos, they look like they could be hitting their stride. They face the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith. The bet online for that game is four and a half point favorites in favor of the Steelers. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use that promo code Locked On. Here is another story you need to know. Week six in the NFL brings some interesting matchups. We heard the latest from Tampa Bay, but what is the key for Philly to get the win tonight? Gino Camilleri here from the Locked On Eagles podcast to bring you the key to victory for the Philadelphia Eagles as they take on the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte, North Carolina this upcoming Sunday. We have a one o'clock Eastern kickoff and for the Eagles, Let's continue to do what they have been doing on offense. You saw a good performance last week against the Chiefs. Nick Sirianni and company game planned very well for that game. Let's hope that they can continue to keep Jalen Hurts and that offense in a rhythm. For Jonathan Gannon and his defense, they have to make a stand. And now they cannot allow another game of over 40-plus points. They've gone back-to-back weeks in doing so. Jonathan Gannon has to get his scheme on track 
has to hone in that zone defense and allow these guys to create more pressure when it comes to defending those routes in the open zones and get hands on bodies and allow those secondary guys to find work. Because if they do what they have done the last two weeks, Sam Darnold and his high-flying offense under Joe Brady, they will continue to put up points against the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm Gino Camilleri. The Baltimore Ravens host the L.A. Chargers in a marquee matchup of 4-1 and one teams. So how do the Ravens come out on top? The Baltimore Ravens are set to take on the Los Angeles Chargers in Week 6. This is Kevin Ostreicher, host of Locked on Ravens. And for Baltimore, there are plenty of keys in this one, but let's cut it down and just focus on three. Number one, it has to be just Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson on Monday night in Week 5 completes 86% of his passes, throws for a franchise record 442 passing yards, leading that comeback. Jackson is the X factor of this Ravens team, and if he can continue to build on his Monday night performance, it could be a long day for the Chargers, but the number two key is if the Ravens can get their running game going. The Ravens' run game hasn't been as strong as usual. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards done for the season, so they've been relying on guys like Latavius Murray, Tyson Williams, and some more. Only averaged 3.4 yards per carry in that week five game against Indianapolis. And finally, key number three here is just tackle. The Ravens are tied for the league lead in missed tackles with 45. It's been a pretty big struggle throughout the first five weeks of this year. So if they can tighten that up a bit, get the ball carriers on the ground at a bit higher percentage and not miss as many tackles, they could have a good day on defense. But if they continue to miss those tackles, it could be a long day for the Baltimore defense. There's a battle for second in the state of Florida between the Dolphins and the Jaguars. Not exactly a prize fight. What does Miami need to do to make sure that they are not Jacksonville's first victim? Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins and Miami's key to victory in week six against the Jacksonville Jaguars is to finally take to one of the coaching mantras that Brian Flores has been preaching to this team all season long which is to do your job. Defensively, Miami continues to struggle giving up big plays and a lot of points because they're undisciplined on the defensive side of the ball. Too many guys getting outside their run fits or getting too ambitious in coverage and abandoning their real estate, uh, trying to make a play. And the, the other thing the Dolphins need to do is they need to make sure that they are sustaining their early success. Start fast has been another mantra for Brian Flores all year long. And they've done that in a lot of instances, but they have watched leads whittle away as they are unable to maintain their success for a full 60 minutes. In short, play smart, play disciplined, and play complimentary football. Coming up, how did the Phoenix Mercury tie things up in the WNBA Finals? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the best tasting protein bar that God or man has ever invented. And it is it pretty incredible what they've been able to do. Uh, high in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar, low in net carb. And yet it tastes truly um, like I, when I say unbelievable, I truly mean unbelievable. Like I could not believe how good they tasted the first time I had them. And every time they come out with a new flavor right now, it's cookie dough chunk. I, I'm blown away at what they're able to accomplish and still maintain the high standards of the high protein, high fiber, low net carb, and low sugar. What they do is, it's it's incredible. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. The Phoenix Mercury have evened the WNBA Finals at a game apiece. They get a 91-86 win in overtime. Brittany Griner leads the way with 29 points for the Mercury. Diana Tarazi gets 20, including a controversial play that we will talk about in a moment. And Skylar Diggins-Smith puts the icing on the cake late in overtime to clinch it. Joining me now from Locked On Women's Basketball, Erica Ayala. And, and Erica, let's talk about the play because this is going to be the discussion. Diana Tarazi gets a steal. She's going the other way. She falls down, does not go out of bounds, though it looks like she may have. What did you make of this play? And and do you think it ultimately decided the game? Oh, it's tough to say if it ultimately decided the game. I, de- I think we can definitely say it was a momentum swing. You saw how uh, irate James Wade was at that moment. Yeah. Um, and it was really a, a clutch play, I will say, for Phoenix and their momentum. They had been really struggling to get ahead of Chicago late in the game. They were sticking with them, but we're having a little bit of trouble. And sometimes it's plays like that or the hustle play by Skylar Diggins-Smith, um, you know, to get the steal and then track down the ball and, and get that timeout. I think those things definitely were positive swings for Phoenix, but this was a game that had a lot of excitement. So I'm, I, I, I don't know if I'll go as far as saying it, it determined the game, but it definitely impacted the game. Let's zoom out. And I'm going to be a little biased here because she's one of my favorites. Diana Taurasi is already a three-time NBA champion. She is already arguably the greatest women's basketball player ever. Everyone has their favorites. I get it. She happens to be my favorite. What would this do for the legacy of someone like Tarasi? But let's add in on, on that side, other players that, that are, that are extremely well-known, Brittany Griner, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Candace Parker. These are, these are legends of the game already that are on the court. So, so we don't have to talk about all of them, but, but whose legacy do you think is most impacted by a win in this series? Most impacted is Skylar Diggins-Smith. Diana Taurasi was already named the GOAT of all GOATs for the WNBA 25 season. They did a fan vote. Uh, she weighed in on that. I, I happen to agree with Diana. And if anything, it made me want to vote for her as the GOAT by saying that <laughs> it's impossible to say that there is ever going to be one GOAT. But the reason I say Skylar, she left a situation in Dallas She has said over the years that she was very intentional and very thoughtful in picking Phoenix as her next home. She came in with, in this season in particular, also knowing that it was an Olympic year, she came in knowing that she had goals for herself, not just to make the Olympic team, not just to get to the WNBA finals and put herself in a position to win a championship. She's done that, but also individual goals. She's had to find her way as far as being a leader and among those names, Greiner, already a champion. Tarasi, already a champion. This would be Skylar's first. And so the only other person that I think maybe has a better story than Skylar Diggins-Smith is Shay Petty. And both of them are the players that ultimately will have an impact on this series. We'll see which way it goes. But yes, I'd have to say that it's between Skylar Diggins-Smith and playoff petty to see who's going to have the bigger impact or uh, the bigger story and what, what and how a Phoenix championship could be such a meaningful just cherry on top for both of those players in particular. 
And finally, we told you yesterday about J.R. Smith in his first collegiate golf tournament. Well, it turned out he stepped in a hornet's nest, not metaphorically, literally. The 36-year-old two-time NBA champion was stung by hornets while completing his round Tuesday for North Carolina A&T on the second day of Elon's Phoenix Invitational. He said, quote, to get stung on the basketball court or in any arena never happens. That's one of the very few things you don't have to worry about in basketball. Other animals. When I got stung, I was like, no way. Smith said he's determined to improve because he knows others are paying attention. He says he communicated with Suns point guard Chris Paul after Monday's two rounds and heard from other ex-teammates as part of a group text. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. So coming up on Friday, a full preview of week six around the NFL Plus, who makes the National League Championship Series. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.